Hello, everybody. Welcome to the new newest episode of Train Hard and Recover Smart. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about optimizing your metabolism, unleashing the power of workouts in heart rate zones. Okay. Uh, my name is Thomas Flanagan, and today I have an exciting topic to cover. Uh, we're going to go over to metabolism and workouts. We'll be diving into different types of workouts that are best for boosting metabolism and how heart rate zones play a role in optimizing your workouts. All right, so let's get right into it. Um, so before we get into workouts, let's talk about metabolism. Let's define it a little bit. A uh, quick recap of uh, metab metabolism refers to the chemical process in our bodies that convert food into energy. It plays a vital role in how efficient, efficiency, efficiently we burn calories and maintain healthy weight, okay? Um, another definition, it's the sum total of all the chemical processes that occur within our bodies to convert food to energy. The energy fuels uh, our everyday functions, such as breathing, digestion, and everything in between. Understanding our metabolism is crucial because it impacts how efficiently we burn calories to maintain a healthy weight. Uh, the two main components of metabolism is your basal metabolic rate, or your BMR, and your energy expenditure through physical activity. All right, so let's start with the BMR. That represents the energy our body needs to carry out basic function functions while at rest. It accounts for 60 to 7% of our daily caloric expenditure. The good news is that exercise can increase your BMR, meaning we'll burn more calories even when we're not active. Okay. Regular exercise has a significant impact on your yeah, <laughs> on your me metabolism. That only increases your BMR, but also improves insulin sens sensitivity, which helps regulate your blood sugar levels. Exercise also promotes the development of lean muscle mass, which has a higher metabolic rate than fat. This means that the more muscle you have, the more calories you'll burn throughout the day. Okay. So now let's discuss types of workouts that are particularly effective for boosting metabolism. The first type is cardiovascular or cardio. This includes activities like running, cycling, swimming, and dancing. Cardio workouts are great for increasing your heart rate and caloric burn during the exercise itself. They also have added benefit of improving your cardiovascular fitness. Okay. Um, another type of workout that's excellent for um, metabolism is strength training. Strength training involves exercises that target your muscles, such as weightlifting, bodyweight exercises, or using resistance bands. Uh, strength training helps build that lean muscle, which, again, has a higher rate of caloric burn than fat does. The more muscle you have, the more calories you'll burn even at rest. Okay. To optimize your metabolic benefits, it's essential to incorporate both strength training into your workout routine, cardio and strength training into your workout routine. Combine these two types of exercises provides a well-rounded approach that targets different aspects of your metabolism okay um with my clients again um i you know we work on you know all of those you know we work on strength training we work on cardio uh if you go back and listen to uh episode i think three i believe it's no more two hour uh no more two hour workouts uh if you go back and listen to that we that's talks all about hit training and workouts all right so those are those are some good things but having 
you know, with just cardio, yes, you will lose weight. It'll take a while. With just strength training, you'll lose weight. It'll be a little bit quicker than just doing cardio. Um, but if you put the two together, that's the best formula for weight loss and to keep your metabolism high. Ugh, excuse me. I'm recording this kind of late. Um, now, let's shift, okay, to heart rate zones, okay? Heart rate zones and how they play a role in optimizing your workouts for metabolism. Heart rate zones are specific ranges of heartbeats per minute that correlate with different levels of exercise intensity. Understanding and utilizing these heart rate zones can help you tailor your workouts to achieve specific goals, including boosting metabolism. Now, to calculate your maximum heart rate, there are a few methods, but I'm just going to go over the simplest one for everybody. Okay, the simplest and most commonly used formula is the age-based formula, which suggests subtracting your age from 220. Okay. Oh, excuse me. For example, if you're 30 years old, your estimated maximum heart rate would be 220 minus 30, which would be 190 beats per minute. Okay. While this formula provides a general estimate, it may not be completely accurate for everybody. Okay, but if you just want a baseline, something to go off of, that is the easiest one. Hmm. Uh, thank you. Excuse me. All right. So the first heart rate zone that we're going to talk about is the resting or sedentary zone. This zone represents the heart rate when you're at rest and engaged in light activities. It's baseline heart rate. It's a baseline heart rate. Although workout workouts in the zones won't directly impact your metabolism, they are crucial for recovery and promoting overall health. So you'll hear a lot of professionals talk about, uh, you know, going for a walk uh, before breakfast. Um, this here, it, you know, it would help with speeding things up, okay, and getting your 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 heart going and things like that. Uh, if if you have the time and you have the schedule to allow it, I would recommend it. Man, I know what it is today. Um, so just your baseline, just sitting on the couch, binge watching Netflix, that's your heart rate. That's the first one, okay? Now, we're going to move up in the intensity scale. We're going to move into what everybody labels as the fat burning zone. This zone typically ranges from 60 to 70% of your max heart rate, which, you know, workouts in this zone primarily use fat as a fuel, fuel source, that's why it's called the fat burning zone. It's important to note that you're still burning calories overall, not just fat. Okay. This zone is great for longer steady state cardio sessions. Ugh. I try to get into this zone when I strength train. Uh, I try to keep my heart rate up uh, as much as I can, uh, just so I am burning more fat than just burning carbs. You know, your body burns carbs first. Uh, because it's easy and simple to burn. So if you can get into that second zone, that's really optimal. Especially if you're looking to lose weight or lose that body fat. That, you know, you know, if you're looking just to if you're looking to drop body fat, that's kind of where you want to be. Now the next one we're going to talk about is aerobic or the cardio zone, which ranges from 70 to 80 percent of your maximum heart rate. Workouts in this zone increase your cardiovascular fitness, improve your endurance, and burn calories efficiently. They're essentially a 
they're especially effective for boosting metabolism during and after your workout. If you can get into this zone, that's really great. Um, nor like on my cardio days, I try to stay into this zone for most of the workout. My strength training days, I kind of live in the first, you know, in the rest or the sedentary zone, the fat burning zone. I might tip my toe into the cardio zone on my strength training days, but that's kind of where I'm at. On my cardio days, I'm in the fat burning and the cardio zone. Okay. As we move into a higher intensity, we reach the anaerobic zone. This range, this zone ranges 80, 90% of your max heart rate. Workouts in this zone are more challenging and involve high intense, high intensity intervals. They're great for improving your anaerobic capacity and boosting your metabolic rate. These workouts include HIIT training or short bursts of intense exercise followed by active recovery. As I mentioned earlier, if you go back and you know, listen to episode three, no more, uh, no more two-hour gym sessions, I think is the name of it. Um, that's what this, the anaerobic, that's what that's going to talk about. Uh, you know, another good example is CrossFit. CrossFit is like this. Um, you know, again, it's, it's all interval stuff. You know, you're doing a certain amount of reps for a certain period of time. Oh, man. Um, or, you know, you're just working off a clock, basically. You know, these HIIT training is very good when you're just trying to squeeze in a quick workout on limited time. Now, the last one we're going to talk about is your max effort or your red line zone. This is usually 90 to 100% of your max heart rate. Workouts in this zone are highly intense. They should only be formed by experienced individuals. They're typically reserved for short bursts of maximum effort, such as sprinting or heavy lifting. While these workouts can provide significant metabolic boost, it's crucial uh, to approach them with caution and proper form. For your normal everyday person, you will not go to this. Now, if you're an athlete, uh, marathon runner, um, anything like that, then you will go here. And most of the time, if you're in, if you're any one of those people, you have a coach or you have a, somebody that's going to be there to watch you to make sure that you're, you're doing things correctly. Okay. Understanding heart rate zones and incorporating workouts that target different zones can help you optimize your metabolic benefits during exercise. It's important to note that the duration and frequency of your workouts should align with your fitness levels and goals. Always listen to your body and consult with a fitness professional if needed. Okay. All right. Now, now that you have, now we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about figuring out your heart rate zones. Okay. So again, we're going to go back to the example, you know, if you're a 30 year old, okay. Um, trying to figure out where your heart rate zones, if you don't have a smartwatch or a Fitbit or any other type of technology or heart rate monitor or anything like that. Um, if you just want to kind of figure out where you're at, where you need to be, these, this will help. Okay. Um, so let's take our earlier example, estimated heart rate of 190 beats per minute. The lower limit of the fat burning zone, you would take 190 times 0.6, which give you 114. And the upper limit would be 190 times 0.7, which would be 133. By staying within that heart rate, range during your workouts, you can efficiently target fat burning. Okay. Now you do the same thing for the other, other levels. 
So if you wanted to figure out what your anaerobic range would be, is you would take your 190 times 0.8, that'd be the low end, 190 times 0.9, that'd be the high end, okay? Um, and if you're looking for your cardio zone, then it would be the 190 times 0.7 for the low end, 190 times 0.8 for the high end, okay? And that's going to offer an example for a 30-year-old. So you take your age, minus 220, okay? And then you do the multiplications based on the zones, all right? Uh, remember, while estimating your max heart rate and using heart rate zones provide uh, helpful guidance, they're not the sole indicators for your fitness or your workout effectiveness. It's essential to listen to your body, pay attention how you feel during your exercise, and adjust the intensity as needed. You know, some of my clients are like, how come this week I can only do X? And I'm like, well, some days you got it, some days you don't. Um, and that's kind of what this goes into. You know, you got to pay attention. You're not going to be able to do the same stuff every week or every time you go out to do it. You're not going to be able to. You know, it all depends on what else you're doing. You know, are you feeling your body right? Are you getting enough rest? Are you doing everything that you need to do outside the gym to where you're effective inside the gym? Okay. And going into that, you know, I'm going to give you a, a few tips. Okay. Tip number one, incorporate both cardio and strength training into your routine. Cardio exercises, again, are such as running, cycling, swimming, are excellent for burning calories during the workout and improving cardiovascular. Strength training, on the other hand, help build lean muscle mass, which is crucial for the higher BMR. Now, again, the higher BMR, the more lean mass, the more calories we burn in rest. All right. Now, tip two, um, consider high intense interval training. Hit workouts involve short bursts of in intense activity, followed by periods of rest. This form of exercise not only elevates your metabolism during the workout, but also continues to burn calories even after you finish exercising. It's a time-efficient way to boost your metabolic rate. Again, episode three, I go over all, I talk a lot about HIIT training, okay? Uh, tip number three, and this is the one that everybody skips. Nobody likes it, is prioritize recovery. While it's essential to work hard during your workouts, uh, adequate recovery is equally important. When we exercise, we create create small micro tears in your muscles. So proper rest and recovery allow those muscles to repair and grow, grow stronger, grow in size, if that's what you're looking for. So incorporating rest days into your training program and focus on sleep and nutrition to support your body's recovery process. If you're not doing good at this, then everything else will not flow, okay? If you're not prioritizing your recovery, Hence the name. I'm going to teach, you know, this podcast here, you know, I'm going to teach you how to train hard. But you got to recover smartly. And that that's the biggest thing is you got to take into account the, the recovery. Now, a rest day doesn't mean that you sit and binge watch on Netflix. A rest day could be, eh, I'm going to go do a two-mile slow walk. Just going to move. Do 30 minutes, just moving. That's a rest day. Okay? Now, finally, the last tip I'm going to give you is consistency. Remember, the metabolic changes take time. Results don't happen overnight. Again, results do not happen overnight. Aim for regular exercise, combining cardio and strength 
and gradually increase the intensity and duration of your workouts as your fitness improves. Consistency will yield long-term metabolic benefits, okay? A lot of my clients get mad because I start them off too slow um, when it comes to lifting. But again, I want the body to get used to doing it. So in the beginning, if you're just starting and you're doing this on your own, I recommend to be consistent is to look at your schedule and schedule in appointments for the gym for yourself, okay? By doing this, it gets to become a routine, okay? Go in there. Go lighter the first week, first two weeks. Go a little lighter on the weight and then gradually start increasing, okay? We have everybody, life gets in the way. It does. So by shooting to get into the gym three days a week to do your strength training is great, okay? And then doing three days of cardio. Again, cardio, you can go swimming. You know, it's that time of year. If you like the cycle, go cycling, go outside. Your cardio days don't have to be in the gym. They can be outside, enjoying the air and the weather and the nice sun, especially this time of year, okay? Um, so if you shoot for three days in the gym and then you do three days of cardio outside the gym, then you have your rest day, all right? That's a great program, all right? If you need help or you need advice on, on what to do when it comes to workouts and how you should be doing it, shoot me an email. Uh, hit me up on any of the social media, you know, you know, just look me up, send me a message. I'll help you out. All right. If you mention the podcast, I'll even give you an ebook on how to jumpstart your nutrition. Okay. So let's wrap up today. Uh, so today we talk about, you know, your metabolism types of workout, uh, that are best for boosting it and the role your heart rate zones are in optimizing your workouts. Remember, a combination, and again, I don't know how many times I've said this today, a combination of cardiovascular exercise and strength training is key, and utilizing the appropriate heart rate zones can help you maximize your metabolic. And that big snore you just heard in the background was, it's uh, my dog, Apollo. He's really, he, he loves, you know, recovery and sleep. That's him in the back snoring. <laughs> um, again, hey, thank you, everybody, for listening in to today's episode on train hard and recover smart um if you enjoyed the episode be sure to subscribe to it on the podcast um you know we're on youtube uh, yeah we're on youtube we're on a lot of different platforms for the podcast we're on apple spotify amazon uh iheart i believe we're on google now um you can find us all right we're out there um if there's a topic you want me to talk about shoot me an email tnrfitness at tnrfit.com uh, if you want me, there's a topic that you want me to talk about. Uh, if you need recommendations or you need help with your workouts or your nutrition plan, shoot me an email, send me a message on social media. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Um, yeah, those are the big ones. Uh, there is a Google page too, but the three big ones, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, I do post a little bit on TikTok, but not too much. Um, so again, oh, and if you can, we ask you to donate to the show. Um, if you donate, the money will go to a organization that's, that helps veterans um, or an organization that will help uh, service members. 
So please go ahead and donate um, if you can to help out great organizations. And uh, as always, train hard, recover smart, and always work to be better than you were yesterday. Have a good one.